Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the podcast series that keeps on delivering. Not very much at all. But if you've got a hankering for reliving the late 80s, intricate timekeeping, random food recollections, analog radio memories, my distinctive giggle, and a kind of bitching and moaning that only a teenager can muster, then this is the podcast for you. Uh, of course, the easiest way to transport us back to the final year of the 80s is to check in on the music that was charting this week back in 1989 and we do that once again with the help of the brilliant work of chartbeats.com.au and we start with Johnny Diesel and the Injectors they were debuting at 32 this week in 89 looking for love the Doobie Brothers with The Doctor and 38 Special Second Chance took out 38 and 41 and in at number 50 was Come Home With Me Baby from Dead or Alive who of course had a massive hit four years earlier in 1985 it was called You Spin Me Round Like a Record it was a song that the then 16-year-old me used to know all the words to and would actually, and this is completely true, the 16-year-old version of me would actually lip-sync to that entire song at my parents' parties. I even have vivid memories of when my parents were landscaping our front garden and I was standing on a huge mound of soil that had been delivered and I'm pretty sure uh, some kind of party was happening because my parents loved a celebration and I was basically standing there with my bestie and next-door neighbour, Kathy looking on and I worked my magic standing up on high on this friggin' dirt mound, lip-syncing for my life... 24 years before RuPaul would turn it into an award-winning TV franchise. And I can bloody guarantee you, I didn't fuck it up. Coming up in this episode, Bradley comes to say goodbye. Oh, but where is he going and who even is he? And why don't I remember? Also, I get sold out by an office snitch and get a lecture on my taste in music. I wash my clothes for the first time since my mum left. Uh, I also request a two-week holiday for November and decide to go on a diet again. See more movies and enjoy a few live crosses to a fishing competition. Who even am I? To help me through all of that, it's bestie introduction time. Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? Bill Fonte! Lisa Fairclay, welcome. <laughs> it's me, Bill Fonte. How are you, Ben? I'm good, babes. How are you? Yeah, really well. We should also touch on our uh, relationship and how we met back in the early 90s, 1990, in Caratha at 6KA. 
you were working there the same time as when Marianne Keefe visited and also Brendan and Helen were there too. Yes, and we all lived in the same house for a little period of time yeah. and we were all on air together. Oh, those were the days in uh, our little Pearlway house. Yeah. <laughs> Creating havoc and mayhem. <laughs> um, Especially with the next door. I do need to flag that the two episodes previously Brendan and Helen were on and Brendan flagged the fact that he talked you out of wearing a short skirt to a Jimmy Barnes concert and Major wear jeans, which you relented and did do, and was very <laughs> thankful because the crowd was so feral. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, Breno was so cross because um, Barnesy was coming to town and Breno's Breno and he's got the bike and, you know. He does love And this new chick who comes along and says, I'll do the interview, I'll do the interview, I'm the interview girl. He was not having that. I'm coming too. And then I came out ready to go. We were going to do the interview together. And he went, you are not wearing that. Because I certainly wasn't Barnsley enough and Bogan enough. And and um, I had to put jeans on. I'm so glad that he uh, made me do that. Because when we got down there, oh, God, it was hardcore. It's hardcore Barnsley. <laughs> and I hear that Barnsley was hardcore with you. He had a rather confronting question for you to answer. <laughs> Well, I was so obviously, you know, so obviously not. Don't get me wrong. I loved a bit of cold chisel, and um, but um, but yeah, so I was certainly not kind of like your biker kind of um, Barnsley kind of chick. Yeah. And so he said to me, "So Lisa, what, you know, what kind of music do you like, Paula Abdul?" <laughs> Did you like Paula Abdul? I was a bit, was a bit offended. Yeah, it is a bit of a slide, isn't it? <laughs> I was a bit offended and Breno, Breno was standing next to me just rolling his eyes going, see, told you. <laughs> God, what a sight that would have been. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get go. Uh, stuck into it. This is July 30. It was written at 12.23am. Yawn with three exclamation marks. So probably, yawn! Um, rose this morning <laughs> at 10. Also wake up. <laughs> I've written that in capitals. <laughs> just jokes? Question mark? <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, <laughs> had a quick <laughs> breakfast, showered, got dressed and headed on down to the station. I'm liking a country music. And headed on down to the station. I uh, did a couple of commercials that start on Monday. Went on air from midday till six. My shift went great. Bradley came over to say goodbye. I love that this entire diary is filled with Bradley this, Bradley that, and now he's leaving and I've got nothing to say but goodbye. <laughs> That's it. You meant so Do you much think to you me, might Bradley. have been secretly in love with Bradley? I wonder. I really want to know. Was I, I secretly in love? Was I crushing on him? I don't know, but you mention him all the time. I know, which is making me wonder. I know. Did I have some fancies? But I don't remember. Maybe. So if they were fancy back then, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, after Bradley came over to say goodbye, Neville came in and talked to me about my taste in music. Oh, this is going to be good. Ooh. Earlier, I was saying to Mark, I don't like the Sunday Gold segments, 60s and 70s music straight. He must have told Neville. Seems he's telling everyone about what I say, or at least he tells Neville, keep my mouth shut now. I love that Mark was snitching going, Ugh, Nev, Ben doesn't like the 60s and 70s music. Can we sort him out? <laughs> he needs to listen to some Paula Abdul is what he needs to listen yeah. to. Um, now I'm trying to think of lyrics from one of her songs and all I can think of is that cat, <laughs> the bloody cat. Straight up now tell me. That was it. Anyway, right. I just sung a bit. So hello, homosexual. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've got to keep my mouth shut. 
Julie came over and we went home, got some more videos and then came home. Had tea. Now that I've finished watching the vids, it's off to Dweamland. And I've written dream as D-W-E-A-M. Snooze, 12.30am. P.S. Monday and Tuesday off. Yay! In capital letters with two exclamation marks. Nothing like a day off up there. I thought you, things were you know. squealing there, but it's birds in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not me squealing. Yeah, it's the birds in that in that green garden. Taking the lid off a rusty <laughs> bottle. All right, uh, this is <laughs> Monday, July 31. It was written at 1.06am. A day off. How wonderful. And let me tell you, it was a beautiful, lazy day. Oh, what? Well, and then Ooh. I've got dash relatively. Woke at about 10 and stuffed around for a bit. Decided it was time to do some washing. Oh, prissy. Considered I hadn't done any since mum left, I managed to do two loads full. Um, So mum left about the 16th of July. So it's been three weeks of no washing. Good one, Piggly. Um, Sean and I watched TV for a while and then listened to music. I started my ironing. Uh, Sean went to work just before five after we'd got some tea ready. Julie came home and we had tea and then walked to the video store. All in all, it took us just under an hour, there and back. Watch some movies and I'm going to bed. See ya, 1.17am. <laughs> God, relentlessly boring. <laughs> There's nothing in there. <laughs> that walk to the video shop used to be our regular exercise. That and going to the phone booth. I remember we used to say, right, let's go on a diet. We'll walk to the video shop and come back and eat some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was it you that uh, I, I went on a huge diet with and then at the end of the diet we had a bowl of chocolate mousse? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's Well, now here comes the plane. <laughs> here comes the plane, if you can hear that oh, in the background. Nature's rebuilding, everyone. Listen to the planes coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take in uh, Tuesday, August 1st. It was written at 11.48pm. Boring night. The cricket's been on since 7. Anyway, I'll fill you in now rather than wait till later. <laughs> Why, cricket, why? I woke at 11 this morning, could not believe that I'd slept so long. Finished my ironing today. Thank God that's finished. And then I've written in capitals. Are all the planes going past your house right now, Lise? <laughs> I, I just thought, I'll move inside. Here we go. And then I'll get some sort of, someone will knock on the front door. But you know what? It's all good. I love that we've go. been sitting outside all casual and happy, quiet, and then all of a sudden every plane in the neighbourhood decides, I'm going to go back in the sky. <laughs> what? How is that possible? There's a flight schedule, I swear. Bloody hell, Perth, sort it out. Um, okay. Anyway, picking up, I finished, my, I finished my ironing today, Boofy. Uh, thank God oh, that's good. finished. And then I wrote in capital, I hate ironing, just like my mum, I suppose, question mark. <laughs> what person likes what? ironing? I know. Is that kind of like a little thing, though, that, oh, you know, only mum does ironing? Well, in 89, yeah. Mm. yeah we had to iron our mm. own school uniforms. Then that was more about mum teaching us how to iron so we would do it when we left home. And apparently I did. Quite often. Good. There's even records in here of me ironing T-shirts, for Christ's sake knows why. Um, <laughs> anyway, sat around the house again today, decided to clean the house, asked Sean to help. When Julie got home, we both had a quick tea, and then we went over to Jan's to watch the movie Gorillas in the Mist, starring Sigourney Weaver and Brian Brown. 
It was a really good movie, all about Diane Foley, who lived with the mountain apes for National Geographic. I don't know if she lived with them for National Geographic, but she certainly lived with them. I got home by 10. Now I'm bored shitless. See ya, 11.59pm. <laughs> All right, here's uh, Wednesday, August 2. It was written at 1.30am. Well, today was absolutely brilliant. I woke up about 10 again, had some breakfast and watched television, showered, dressed and head down to the station about 1, sat around talking for a while and wrote some ads and recorded them. Then the best thing happened after recording the college show. I went and asked Neville if I could have two weeks off at the beginning of November. He said yes. So there you go. I'm going home. I can't wait. My shift went well from 6 till midnight. Anyway, I'm just living each day for when November comes round. It's going to be so great. Hopefully, no, not hopefully, I'm going, and this is written in capitals, I am going to lose weight so I can make an impressive entry at the airport. All capitals. Awesome. (laughs) And here's my trick that I've done throughout my life. I'll tell mum I'm putting weight on so she's got no idea. Ha, 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 I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, night, one thirty-eight a.m. And is there anything better than telling your family that, oh, my God, I've put on so much weight, and then walking off a plane and saying, oh, look how sweat I am. I lost a kilo. <laughs> Especially after all those walks to the video shop. Oh, my God. Well, let's find out how much dieting I'm doing. It's day one. <laughs> let's get stuck into it. 12.49 a.m. Well, I started my diet today, and I don't feel at a loss for not having the extra food either. <laughs> Yeah, you do, fatty. (laughs) Woke today at about 10.15. Showered and Sean and I walked to the shopping centre to do the shopping. I bought everything for my diet. I then caught a taxi home. Oh, lazy. (laughs) Missed calorie burn there, guys. Unloaded everything and went to work just before two. Asked Richie for two weeks off at the beginning of November and he said, and I've got this in inverted commas, tentatively, yes. So I'm going home, can't wait. Like tentatively, yes, but I've gone, so I'm going home, can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Spoke to mum and dad a number of times today, which was good. My shift from six till midnight went really well. I was on a bit of a downer for the first two hours, but then everything picked up and I was having a fantastic time. Now off to sleep. Night, 12.54am. I love that I'm a, a bit of a downer. Someone would have rung up and said something nice to me and I would have gone, I'm happy again. <laughs> you little flog. Oh. All right, this You're is going a- home, though, tentatively. Exactly. So tentatively, yes. This is August 4. It's a Friday. It was written at 12.14 a.m. Well, today, excuse the pen difference. What? Oh, I've changed pens. I've decided to save that pen for more important things. Oh, okay. So the previous pen... Entry is all in blue, but I've gone back to this shitty black one and this new one. So, And after I'm saving this pen for more important things, I've put in capital letters, hmm, with a question mark. So, hmm? <laughs> what? Woke at eight, had breakfast, showered, dressed and went to work. Had a couple of ads to do. Not much, though. Empty for ideas, really. <laughs> so I've got no ideas for commercials anymore. Aww. Which figures, 30 weeks in, I'm morally bankrupt and have no creative ability whatsoever. Um, My shift from two to six went really well. Our work experience kids sat in on my shift for two hours, which was fun. Uh, I had MJ doing work experience a couple of weeks ago and didn't mention her at all. And yet some other work experience kid comes in, they get a two hour sit down mention. 
uh, got home just after six and had tea, and Julie and I went to the drive-in, saw Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Really good film. We both fell asleep during the second film, drove home after it had finished. Now to sleep, 12.20am. Oh, my God, the <clears throat> drive-in. Did you forget about the drive-in? Yeah. I mean, I love the drive-in, oh. but I don't remember the drive-in in Karatha. We definitely went because there's a reference a few episodes back where I fell asleep and farted while my mother, my little brother and my roomie were in the car. <laughs> Do you remember where it was? No, not at don't, all. I don't even remember. No. And all my drive-in memories are of growing up in Adelaide. I have no memory of a Karatha drive-in. Yeah. Mine are all of drive-ins in Perth, but not there. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I saw Indiana Jones well, and the Last Crusade and the Presidio, which I found yeah. through. Um, and our final <laughs> entry, this is Saturday, August 5, written at 1.06am. Awoke today at roughly, oh, um, well, at about 9.30 to 10. Had breakfast and went to the station to do my 12 to 6pm shift. I was on a real downer. I have no idea why. Nothing I said came out right and I was getting pissed off about that. Oh, I've got an idea why you're on a downer, mate. You can't do your job. Mm-hmm. Cindy rang to say what was wrong. She could hear the difference in my voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Aww. Can you imagine how sulky 20-year-old me would have been in front of a microphone? Aww. Thankfully, Cindy managed to cheer me up, so the rest of my shift went really well. Did most of my shift standing up, which was great fun. Oh, look at me growing. Did some live crosses to the 1989 King Bay Fishing Club Dampier Classic. Oh, It was really interesting Talking about the sharks they caught One had a turtle inside It was great Went home, went back to the station Recorded some ads, went home, watched TV till now See ya, 1.12am I love that one had a a turtle inside it That's graphic Isn't it? Out on the pier (laughs) Half-chewed turtle guts um, and that's all we all need. All those live outside broadcasts, they oh, were fun, weren't they? Good Lord. You can see oh how bored Lord. I must have been that I'm excited about talking to fishermen about what they've caught in a, a fishing competition. Like yeah, me, yeah, me yeah. and fishing, when, never, yeah. nope, yeah. don't want to. I remember going to a vet's once and, you know, I think they were looking up a dog's ass, and I just thought, what am I doing? <laughs> that sounds way more interesting. <laughs> No turtles have fallen out of that. <laughs> Bufonti, thank you so much for entertaining me and having uh, to endure another week's worth of diary entries. Oh, it was so fun. I love catching up with you. All right, we'll, and, we'll uh, do it again. Look, how many more weeks have you got? You've got stacks still. It's 48 episodes in total and we're up to this is episode 30. Wow. Well, I might get to do another one maybe. Yes, please. I would love that. Awesome. All right, I would darling. love it too. I love you very See you much. soon. Thanks for chats. Love you. Hey, in the next episode, Cindy is banging on my door early in the morning again. Oh, come on, sort it out, will you, lady? I go to the fair, interview more fishermen, go to something called a phenacle fanny, ooh, pardon, vicar, broadcast live from the races, book a flight home for holidays, and get roped into a 12-hour workday. Illegal much? Let's just say 20-year-old me is totes not happy with my boss Neville and I'm not afraid to show it, which leads to me having to endure a chat about my attitude problem. It won't change a thing. I'm so exhausting. Of course, in every episode, I try to help amplify Indigenous voices and there's been so many brilliant ones listed so far, but this time around, we're shining a spotlight on Nagali, Australia. They're an Aboriginal-owned business selling Indigenous fashion and collectibles. Uh, They bring together emerging, inspiring and gifted Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists 
to showcase their talents, and they're all about mindful manufacturing and sustainable fashion too. You'll find them at nagala.com.au, which is N-G-A-L-I.com.au, or on Instagram at nagali underscore Australia. Go get your follow on and show them some love, and let's... Show some love to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag too for his work on this 1989 theme tune and same props to Jezelenko for all the other bits. Uh, have you shared this podcast with someone you know yet? For reals? I would love you if you did. But if not, come on, help a kid out. And of course, um, it's the only way we get anyone listening is word of mouth. You can follow us on social too at 19 in 89 on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check it out. See ya. Bye.